Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. She is the Fund Development Manager for Home Horizon. We say good morning to Deb Piggott. Deb, great to have you on. This is a busy time for Home Horizon. It is. Good morning, uh, John and Mel. Um, so, yes, it's a very busy time. We are uh, just uh, it's going through our matching Christmas campaign, which is uh, an opportunity to make a donation and have every dollar donated doubled. Um, we have two donors in the community who have been very generous in terms of matching the the dollars donated dollar for dollar through the month of December. And it's a pretty important campaign because it helps us keep the lights on, pay the staff, and those kinds of things at the house. Uh, now, Home Horizon is a youth transitional support program. For those who aren't familiar with it, what is it exactly that you do? So, uh, the two things, John. Uh, the first is uh, we have a transitional home, which we are very fortunate this year to grow it to a 10-room house. The house is full. We have a wait list. Um, and when somebody comes to the house, it's their home. Um, but we have a house supervisor, and the house supervisor uh, works with each and every one of the youth in the house uh, and develop their essential life skills. So the essential life skills is basically created to, and set up so that when a youth leaves the program, they're basically set up for success to integrate back into our community in a positive way. So some, for some of them, youth, it might take a year. For some, it might take two. For some, it might take four. Um, we, are, we work with them to get them to graduate from high school. That's the first and foremost. Actually, the first and foremost is to see whether or not there's an opportunity to um, engage them back with family. Mm-hmm. And if that's not possible uh, because of unsafe situations, then they're admitted to the program. They go through the program. And it's just like being in your own house. They've got responsibilities that they need to to do, but they have the support system behind them. They have positive mentors working with them to get them, you know, the skills and the expertise that they need to get through some of the things they need to do. And in in many cases, it's getting through high school, getting job ready. Um, And we've had great success with the program. Uh, I think last year, this past year, two people graduated from high school and went on, one went on to post-secondary and one got a job locally. Wow. Um, and, you know, so there are some good successes mm-hmm. coming out of this. Um, and the other part of the program is our outreach program, and that was uh, developed um, right on the onset of COVID, where people who didn't necessarily self-identify as homeless literally had nowhere to go. There was nowhere to get food because people shut their doors. There was nowhere to couch surf. There was nowhere to sit at a Tim Hortons, for example, all night long. So people were starving and freezing. And as a result, the program, we just, um, you know, in, in a six-month period of time, uh, we piloted the project. We had over 580 service interactions with people in our community. Wow. So, you know, that's that program is now... Um, something that we offer all the time. <clears throat> We're servicing upwards of 15 people every month uh, through outreach. And in, in the outreach program, we do things like if they need to get to shelter, we will take them to a shelter. Uh, if they need clothing, food, any of those things that we typically have ourselves and don't have to worry about them, uh, food, uh, we provide those types of things for them. And it's also an opportunity for us to have a warm hold on our community and um, add people to our wait list to get into the house. 
This is a critical time for him, and we refer to to the to these folks as as risk at, youth at risk because yeah. uh, you know they're they're at risk of being homeless. They're at risk of of getting into trouble. They're at yeah. they're at risk of of being hurt. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, there's so many different reasons why people are on the street, um, but it is a very dangerous situation, um, or can be. And so it's not just not having a home. It's like taking personal care of yourself. Like, you know, when you're in the elements of outside, it's not the same as uh, being somewhere where you're safe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Barbara Wider House is a safe place with a roof over your head, not worrying about food, not worrying about somebody who's going to threaten you in in any way. So it's um it's a it's a very good program. What is Christmas time like at Barbara Wider House? Well, um, you know, a while ago we decided that we should make. Christmas happened for the house. Part of me being on board, I'm not sure what happened, but, you know, at some point in time, they, they try to make Christmas happen. But basically, we've gone out to the community, and um, the community has come back to us and said, we want to make Christmas mm. like it was Christmas for our own kids, for the youth at the Barbara Wider House. So, you know, we have somebody who's going to prepare dinner on Christmas Day. We have somebody who's going to do, like, I don't know if they're listening, but (laughs) some of this is a surprise. (laughs) 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 They will have uh, elves arrive at the house with stockings and presents. So, you know, from that perspective, it will be uh, what we call a bit of a normal Christmas. But they're all going through their own internal... um, sadness probably at that time of the year because they're not with family you know or sometimes they're not with family but you know the beauty of this house is that they become a family you know they do right. support each other and they're there for each other so now, you know, now uh, home horizon and barbara Whitehouse, you guys are funded somewhat uh with with government funding but it doesn't go nearly enough we we don't get nearly enough uh, provincial funding at all, John. Um, we do, uh, I'm going to tell you, I think the percentage is less than 25% we get wow. funded from uh, provincial authorities. The rest of it is basically funded through writing grants, um, through third-party events, through our signature events, which you're familiar with, which yep. is the Spirit Tour of Collingwood, Bulls for Beds, and um, what's coming up next is the coldest night of the year. And um, and then individual donations, which is why we launched this Christmas campaign um, in December and hope that, you know, people will consider doing that matching, uh, matching dollar for dollar um, and doubling the impact of your your donation. That's fantastic. It's, this is the time of year to definitely donate. If folks want to uh, to help out with Home Horizon and let their dollars double it while doing it, what do they need to do? They should go to www.homehorizon.ca and there's a donate button on the top right side. Um, or they can call me and I'm easy to find. <laughs> Deb Piggott is Fund Development Manager at Home Horizon. Uh, again, uh, their website is uh, homehorizon.ca. Deb, thank you for being here and have all the best. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all the best for the season. All the best to you and Mel too, John. Thank you so much for having us. 
John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.